From the Selfish Path to Romance, download Chapter 1 for free at drkenner.com. Listen to this question from a mom who's worried about having her boyfriend sleep over, and she's got an 11-year-old daughter in the house. My question is, is it harmful to my 11-year-old daughter, whom I have uh, custody of, lives with me, to have um, the person I'm seeing over one night during the week while she is still here? We have talked about it with her, but I just wonder what kind of influence it has over her. I am 41 years old, been divorced for three years. Thank you. Okay, listen to your voice. It's your, I can feel your anxiety. You know, what questions does it bring to mind? What does your daughter, how does your daughter feel about the divorce? How does she feel about living with you and not with dad? Does she want the two of you to get back together? Uh, you know, you've got so many factors as a mom making this decision to try to contend with. So let's assume that you, I'll give you the name Laura, want your boyfriend Rick to sleep over every Friday night, but you worry that, oh, what if it is a negative influence on my daughter, 11-year-old Mandy? Now that's raising a lot of questions. Let's go through some of these. What type of a boyfriend is Rick? Is he friendly? Does he love kids? Or he loves you and tolerates kids, but they're really excess baggage. Or he loves you, but he secretly doesn't like kids, never wanted any, doesn't have any of his own. Is he an alcoholic? Is he a dry alcoholic, someone with anger and rage problems? Is he controlling, or don't you know that yet? Will this be a testing round? Is it possible that when he gets in the house, you know, he was grown, he grew up in a very strict household, and he may carry that with him, and he may be telling Mandy, you've got to do this, you're not going to do your home, you've got to do your homework now, you're taking away all your privileges on the computer, and if he starts taking control, well, obviously that will wreak havoc. Or is he a really, really good role model? He'll help around the house. He'll be friendly. He's playful. He's got a joyous sense about him. And he'd be a wonderful addition to your household and to Mandy's life. So let's look at this a little closer. Let's say that things work, work out well, that your daughter Mandy has a lot of fun when Rick's around. He loves kids. He shows her how to fly kites. He brings her a microscope and shows her what's in pond water. Maybe he takes her to the zoo with you, and he teaches her how to plant her own garden, and he's a natural around her. He's not doing this just to win you over. He just really enjoys her company. Well, my guess is that Mary might, Mandy might hope that you'll marry him that he's, you know, he's not a one-night stand. Now, what happens if it doesn't work out for you, though? Then what? Then you've got to break off this relationship. Well, Mandy will have to learn some life lessons that things always don't work out even when you've got good people involved. So it's not necessarily bad to protect her from these lifetime lessons. Also, she needs to learn that she doesn't necessarily have an exclusive with you throughout your life, that she'll need to share you, but you want to always make sure that you that she's valued or that she feels valued and visible in your life. If you bring a, a guy into the house, um, you don't want to shift all the focus to him because you're so excited about being with him, and she becomes 
second fiddle or she's put in the shadows. You don't want that to happen. You also need to ask yourself a whole series of questions about your ex. Is he completely out of the picture or will he become insanely jealous? I mean, you've been divorced for three years, but that doesn't stop an ex from becoming jealous when you bring a new man into the house, into the picture. Uh, he, he can become insanely jealous. He could say that you're an unfit mom. He could threaten to take you back to court uh, for custody issues. He may torment the new boyfriend. He may send him hate mail or leave him messages on his answering machine or show up inconveniently to pick up Mandy right when uh, you two are together. He may try to use Mandy. He may force her to take sides. You know, if you really love me, then you'll make it very hard for your mom when Rick stays over. Now, dads rarely say it that directly. They, they usually just hint, and the kids pick up the hints. Now, that's very damaging, but it's not Rick staying over that's causing that problem. It would be your ex in that case. So I wish you a lot of success with that. Um, I think it's okay to try it, given that he's, if Rick's a good guy, you know, he's not an alcoholic. And if you can work with Mandy and help, help her feel visible. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner on the Rational Basis of Happiness. With the Great Courses Plus video learning service, you'll get unlimited access to the world's greatest professors. History, science, literature, even how to cook or take great photographs. Start your free trial today at thegreatcoursesplus.com slash radio. Here's an excerpt from The Selfish Path to Romance, the serious romance guidebook by psychologist Drs. Kenner and Locke. Personality refers to ways of acting that are habitual. Often the first thing that strikes us about another person is whether that person is nice. By nice, we don't mean the syrupy, selfless, sweet type of person who has no independent values and never judges anyone. We mean the genuinely friendly person who is considerate, pleasant, tactful, and shows goodwill. The opposite is a person who's just not nice, someone who's unfriendly, impolite, inconsiderate, grumpy, gratuitously critical, tactless, or otherwise shows ill will. Genuinely nice people create a positive emotional climate, and this helps romance thrive. You can download Chapter 1 for free by going to drkenner.com, and you can buy The Selfish Path to Romance at amazon.com.